Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I've been up, you've been down, we've been here before. Yet and still you should know uh, I've been wrong, you've been right That's the life, you know Yet and still Yeah uh, You know that, babe uh. Things change, but we stay the same. Yeah. I can't explain what I really feel. It's like a burning flame when I hear your name. I need you, you. and it ain't no secret. When you in my corner, I'm undefeated. Uh. You flip your head, girl, you so conceited. But my ego's big, so I guess we even. Ah! The reason I'm on top of the globe, and you the reason I don't mess with no monotonous hoes. I need a little bit of time. Wait till I get you home. It's going down. Soon as you look at me, it's on. You know, right? right. You've been right there for the longest. Long. Whenever I'm putting in work, work. girl, I believe that you the strongest. Yeah. Forever I'm putting you first. Real talk. When you're feeling down, yeah. when you hit the ground, I'll be there to lift you, baby. Yeah. When you need me close, when it matters most, I'll be there right with you, baby. I'll take care of you. What it's all about, me and you, let's hit the town. Yeah. Riding round, windows down. This is what it's all about, me and you, let's hit the town. Yeah, I love the way the wind hits your hair. Yeah, you love the way I'm gripping the wheel. A lot of girls try to compare, they claim they get 10, but you like a meal. Just keeping it real, that's all I can do. Do. Girl, you know you like the best, right? Yeah. There's never no questions. And if it was, you know I'm getting every answer on the test, right? Hold up. I know all about what you've been through. Been and I already know what it, is. what it is. That's why I'm right here and I'm with you. Uh. I've been thinking you should have my kids. Them niggas in the past ain't know what they had. They sleep. Dig a whole nigga eight feet. Here's my advice. You should bury yourself. We waving at you like take care of yourself, my nigga. <laughs> when you're feeling down. Yeah. When you hit the ground, I'll be there to lift you, baby. Yeah. When you need me close, all it matters most, I'll be there right with you, baby. I'll take care of you.
to socialize. You silly fools, I sympathize, I work. My fancy car, my lovely flat, no leisure time, no time for that, I work. In my city they have a ball, but no, not me, cause after all, I work. My friend Paul is stopping by, so where's the party he'd like to try and work? Honey, and you're listening to Real Spill Radio, but 
don't get too excited because this is just a pre-launch initiative so that we can talk about random roles. <sighs> random roles is something that the name is goofy, but the initiative itself is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. But I'll give you a little backstory of where random roles even came from. And, yeah. So me and my best friend, Keisha, we were at CC's one day, and I guess we were talking about, like, you know, just, you know, the black community and all types of things in general. Well, as we're sitting there, we're looking at all of the people not working, and all I wanted was a good cinnamon roll in my life. So as we're talking about other stuff, I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? You should tell CC to run them damn rolls. CC needs to run the rolls. So we started naming all the things that people need to run the rolls on, like, if I'm not your, if I'm just your girlfriend and you want me to do all these wifely damn duties, run them damn roles or run me my damn race. Do something. Do something with your life. If you out here and you a cop and you out here judging people off of the color of their skin and you're not taking time out to actually, you know, do your damn job correctly, how about you run me the roles and let me at least keep my damn life? It's so many things running roles can apply to. It started as a joke, but the meaning behind it is so serious because at the end of the day, life would be much easier if motherfuckers just run them roles. It's really that simple. Running roles is just it's pretty much my way of saying, instead of me thinking about doing something for the black community, how about just get the fuck up and do it? Shut the fuck up and run the roles one good time. So it's not a real big story behind Run the Rose. It was just something that started as a joke at CC's, and it blossomed into something that was a whole lot, a whole lot better than the original meaning. So, with that being said, y'all know, y'all know, if I came back on air, you know, if I came back on air, I had to have my people with me. I ain't even got a little clip of Boosie to play in the background, but you know, or wet with me. I ain't, I ain't even got a little clip of him to play in the background, but you know I had to bring my people with me. So with a further ado, I shall be bringing my co-host, <laughs> DJ Chase, and my boy Hola. Semi-Automatic. Hola, como estas? <laughs> Y'all know I had to bring them on. I don't know if my boy said today he might be on a little later, but you know I decided to do a show on a Saturday because niggas don't be doing stuff at five or six o'clock during the week. People don't be home yet, so I figured Saturday was a good time. So before we even get into that, how have y'all been? How have you been, Chase? How have you been, Benny? I've been good, you know, you know. I just stay out the way so I won't be in the way. You know, they out here killing niggas and shit with no remorse, so I don't want to be a statistic. <laughs> yep, I understand. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just made it to C26. I'm trying to live. I got to live to be OG, you know what I'm saying? I can't even get can, can I live to be OG one good time for one time? What about you, Chase, man? What you been up to? I'm just enjoying the life I have, man. Staying out of trouble and keeping myself informed on on 
on on the walls of the world. But keep my nose out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all know me. I'm just a goofy, petty, really concerned for the world type individual. <laughs> so that pretty much sums up what the hell I've been doing. Because a, I don't really have no life. You know, my life is my people and my my radio shows. Like, what what's that about? Run the road. See, see how that applies. So. So the first thing we're going to set up, though, before we get into all of the things that people are going to find as negative or people are going to find as issues, all of these things, I wanted us to shine a positive light onto businesses or people that we want to congratulate for, and especially in this time, standing up and being like, for this, you know what I'm saying? Just being like, forget it, I'm going to go, I'm going to, you know, start me a business, I'm about to go back school, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to, you know, get with some niggas in the hood and let them know y'all need to be doing all this niggerly shit that you're doing. Like, it's so many <laughs> things that, <laughs> so, you know, it's so many things that we can shine a light on instead of automatically zooming in and talking about the negative. So, I'm going to nominate three people as my people, as my what's happening in the DFW, uh, you know, shining light edition. My first person is going to, going to be, if y'all are on Facebook and you are in Dallas for work, I'm sure you have seen Ashanti Shunshun Harper, Shaka Borgate, you know, I can keep going without the rest of her name, but that girl right there, she's Black Lives Matter all day day. So, with that being said, I want to shine light on her and Royal Blues Denim because she is in Atlanta you know, about to do a fashion show, and she was like, fuck that, I decided to get out and do my business instead of, you know, sitting here in Fort Worth being sad and complaining about what's going on. My second person is going to be one of my friends, Keisha, because, you know, she's she's in the process of doing her nonprofit, which I can't really speak on, but, you know, she's in the process of doing a nonprofit that I'm really, really proud of her for doing, and she just graduated from TCC. Turn up. Turn up, turn up, turn up. <laughs> and then my third person would have to be myself, because, you know, I got to shout me out. You know, got to get me, you know. And that's just because, like I said, man, I've cared for so long. Everybody that knows me knows I've always been, like, a strong mentor to females, especially younger females. Like, that's always been my thing, period. So, running roles has been within me since I was younger. Like, if you came to my house when I was younger, you know you was going to get a makeover. I was going to show you that nigga ain't shit. I was going to, you know, take you out and show you a good time. Like, I was that girl. That was all me right there. So, you know. I just, you know, I'm just happy that I'm actually out here trying to make it work and actually try to start something positive in the black community. Any of y'all got somebody to nominate? Well, this, well, um, I gotta go ahead and let it be known that you know, uh, Death Life's own, you know, what I'm saying, Steady J, my boy, been putting in a lot, a lot of work. I've been, I've been seeing him booming all across, all across my social media and other people's social media as well, because I. I still hack pages every now and then, you know, see what I can see. You know what I'm saying? Put put my nose out there, you know what I'm talking about. And uh yeah. My boy been booming real hard. He making oh, making big plays, he networking hard and everything, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him, real talk. 
Uh-huh. Trace, you got anybody that you see out here moving and shaking that's maybe in the DFWA or not even just in the DFWA, just people in general who you have just you know, I got, you I got, see I got something a, that they write? I, I got I to shout out someone I've been, you know, following for a long time and I remember hearing him speak live uh, when I was 18, and he's still on that same stuff now. Like, he cares about his, his people, and he wants, you know, one better in our community. They got to be Killer Mike, man. So, hey, Influencing folks, man. And, uh, so, he, 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 ain't, he never stopped doing that. He, and, you know, with him being, uh, he, he's an independent artist, but he, you can't tell because he's all over the place, and he on his music on all, every show that come on TV, every video game that comes out. His message on every news station. So, and he he always been you know always been for his people, man. So shout out to him. Yes, yeah, shout out to. I've been seeing a lot of Killer Mike, especially since you know people have been looking for black businesses and stuff. He's really been getting a lot more shine because you know he like look. I've been trying to tell y'all forever to come. I let these black folks and do black black stuff together, but y'all didn't want to hear it. So you know, shout out to him. It's always good to see people who have always been preaching what was now cool to do. You know, get their shine. So kudos to everybody that has been put on our DFW shining light list. We appreciate all that y'all are doing for our community, and we do whatever we have to do to support y'all back. As long as it doesn't involve me dying, like, like on some sacrificial type shit, I'm good. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, we don't, we don't care about that. Yeah, we don't. Nah, fuck that. Emphasis on fuck that. Do you hear me? Now, if I got yeah, nah, that for nah. my, now if if they say they need ten adults to die. So that all the kids can have a better life, I, I'll take that. But oh like, yeah, I'm gonna be, be the, I'm gonna be the first one up yonder. Just to be out, just to be out here dying for no reason. <laughs> just so. just because cheesecake lives matter and shit. Yeah, no, I ain't got time for that shit. I like yeah, nah. So now that we got nah, the Walmart life does not matter. Away, exactly. <laughs> now that we got all of the little icebreakers out the way And y'all, we kind of loosened up the mood a little bit You know we got to get into the conversation that needs to be had I wasn't even, I wasn't going to do a show until Real Steel was going to premiere But since it was, there was a lot of I wish there was something that I could do I wish there was something that I could do I wish there was something that I could do going on on Facebook I decided, you know we don't need to march. We don't need to do all these things, and I'll, I'll get more into that. I'm not just making a blank-ass statement. Uh, we don't need to do all those things when you don't want to put binoculars on your solution, if that makes any sense. So, it <laughs> so, you know, it's just like I want everybody to come together and be able to have a conversation. Like I need, I need everyone to sit down. Even if you, if you're about to click off and you ain't, and you don't feel like listening to the rest of the show, listen to this point, and then I'll talk to you later. Get with your family. Get gather up your cousins and your aunties and your uncles and your mom and your daddy and all of this. Have a cookout 
or do whatever y'all do on your Sundays, Saturdays, and Mondays, and Fridays and shit, yeah. and get together sure and talk about, the nigga, the nigga talk about what's going on. It don't need to be no solution. It don't need to be any of those things. Talk about what's going on. And don't, it's, don't just make it a conversation of anger. Talk about because that's how this shit is going to start. So if I'm talking to all my cousins and they use, they don't even care, and I'm talking to them about, you know, damn, have you been hearing what's going on? You know, how you feel about that, cousin? How such and such, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, dang, I got to look at it. Then it becomes a conversation of I got to look out for my cousin. I got to look out for my family. And if, we, if everybody's looking out for their family, we ain't got too much to worry about because, I ain't gonna let my cousins and my people do nothing stupid as long as they are in my viewpoint. They can do what they want to do with my eyesight. I can't do nothing about that. But as long as I have my eyes on you, I'm gonna tell you what the fuck. I'm gonna ask you what the fuck you're doing. So it needs to be. Time, I think it needs to be a conversation amongst families that what's going oh, on in the world. You know, because sure. you know. I haven't necessarily gotten my family together, but I've literally talked to everybody in my family about what's going on. And, you know, we pretty much all have the same viewpoints on it anyway. So, we know, it's already over good that, you know, I'm going to look out for them the same way they're going to look out for me. So, Right, right. You know. hey, but I think there's something else <laughs> that needs to be said, too. When y'all have this talk, make sure it's an actual talk, not a debate, not an argument. Not none of that mm-hmm. shit That's that most, most families anger. normally do. You know what I'm saying? Make sure it's an actual, factual talk. If you feel like you're getting heated, guess what? Shut the fuck up. It's that simple. Exactly. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Punch like, if you feel like it's going to be an argument, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Swallow that pride. And fuck your pride at this point. It's bigger shit you need to be worried about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially if you have elders. elders. Shut the fuck up and listen. Especially this. Like, I wish I had my granny to listen to because she grew up in those times where it was fresh off of slavery and, like, you know, everybody out there is tripping and being racist as hell. I wish that in this time where everybody is completely pissed the fuck off that we were able to get together as a family unit and be like, well, you know, granny, you know, like, how did y'all handle this when it was 30 times worse back in the day when it wasn't just cops? It was little Jimmy down the street being able to hang you or shoot you. Like, how did you handle that? Like, I would love to have that conversation now. So, especially if y'all have elders in your family, hold a family meeting and actually sit down and talk. So, you know, that, that's the one thing I want to point in before I got to the situation. So, the first thing that we want to talk about, and I know everybody rolls their eyes and whatever. I'm going to ask the questions in reverse because I feel like the second question is really not anything we can do besides being a part of the answer to the first one. So, I don't know. The first question is, what are we as a people doing wrong? What are we doing that allows people to feel as though, especially in today's time, that we are less of a race and we are whatever. Because everybody swears to God they're woke. So if everybody's woke as hell, <laughs> why is it that we are being seen as niggas and, you know, whatever? And these aren't just by the racist people that's been alive since 
the 1800s. I'm talking about little Sue Ellen that's 12 down the street that, you know, she's scared as hell whenever she see a black person or, you know, ride her bike down the street. Why does Sue Ellen feel that way? Why Why is it that when we get together, we feel that way about the same person that Sue Ellen feels that way about? Like, I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, You know what I mean. What I want to know is, why is her motherfucking name Sue Ellen in 2015? Because, A, because, A, I needed to be very clear what I'm talking about. Don't do me, don't try me. Okay, thanks. Try me now. You know I had to get that in there. You know I had to. I mean, because, you know, like if I was at Emily, that could have been up for discussion. It ain't up for discussion. See? See what I'm saying? All right. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right, so right. So what do y'all think it is that we are doing that, you know, because it's sometimes it's even us. Like, we'll see certain people or we'll see certain things and we just like, oh, no, mm-mm, nigga shit. Ah. Uh, I can, I can uh, exactly. I was gonna say, and that, and that's mainly what it is because there's no other way to explain it. Really, it's just other than nigga shit. If niggas quit doing nigga shit, you know what I'm saying, it might help a little bit, you know, because what people see and experience is pretty much what they go off of. They, I mean, see and are exposed to. They ain't even got to necessarily experience. If they've been exposed to five black people. And four out of those five black people were ignorant as shit, ghetto as a motherfucker, three of them sagging, and one of them got her down to her ass, and then it's probably uh, lime blue or some bullshit like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then, I mean, the way they see people is justified. I mean, I, I, I mean, it may sound wrong as shit, but, I mean, hey, that's just human nature. It, it, it's not the fact that it's wrong. It's just fucking human nature. I mean, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, everybody's still human, and they go off of, you know what I'm saying, they, they hum- the, the, the shit that, that's on the regular. I mean, like, if they ain't never been motherfucking exposed to black people that wear suit and ties, you know what I'm saying, not saying, yeah, I get what the fuck mm-hmm. I'm saying. I'm not saying going to that. Not you know saying, saying that that's a requirement. But, it's a, you know what I'm saying? Not, yeah, exactly. But if that's not what they're being exposed to, then shit. Of course, they're not going to say, "Well, hey, I know that this this type of these type of people act like this, and they also act like this." If they're only exposed to one side of it, then shit. All of these motherfuckers act exactly like this. Because before okay, I got to so Fort Worth, all I knew mm-hmm. was goddamn me, country ass, hillbilly ass. Bumpkin ass white folks, and I kind of figured all of them was like that until I got to Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's when I started meeting different types of people from different backgrounds. Hell, because I ain't gonna meet people like that in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Shit. <laughs> so once I got exposed to some different shit, that's when I started being able to see shit for what it actually is. And then you got to have a, a mind to not just look through one perspective. You got to have more than one perspective to look through. So that's that's part of the problem, like a motherfucker. And so one of my listeners, one of the listeners just inboxed me on Facebook and just said, she said, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're asking that question. Ooh, that felt so wrong. She's like, I actually, uh, she's, like, but, she's like, but I actually want to know, like, how do y'all feel about people saying, you know, especially in our community that certain things are white, but then we turn around and get mad when certain things that are black 
are appropriated. She's like, how do we feel about that? How do we feel about it? She said, for example, if I have, a, if I talk, if I talk quote unquote proper, I'm seen as being white. But True. you know, if you see, see never... Sue Ellen down the street, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> you're gonna look at her like, why is Sue Ellen being black though? And you're gonna be mad as hell. Like she wants to know, like, how is it that? We are so upset about appropriation, but everything that we do is appropriation as well. I have a, I have a positive answer and I have a negative answer to that. So I'll let y'all answer first. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if my answer is positive or negative, but that just pretty much go back to what I was just saying. I mean, shit, most motherfuckers are exposed to ghetto ass black people, so they assume that that's just black people's shit. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And most of the times, yeah, yeah. when black the people, people run into white people. They proper as fuck, and I mean, shit. That's how it's portrayed on TV and and in movies and shit like that. So that's how it's been forever in a motherfucking day. So that's how that actually come about. But I actually think the shit wrong as fuck because I talk proper in a motherfucker every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I slip into well, I be talking slang like a motherfucker, like I do now. But then, uh, but then other days, motherfuckers will be looking at me like, where the fuck is Simi? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so shit is. <laughs> so I I can feel it on that that shit there, man. Nah, and I say you right in in instances like if if it's a if it's a, a white person that doesn't actually see black people on a normal basis, you notice the loudest people, the main people you see on social media that's posting videos and stuff is gonna be you know hood talking, you know nigga black guy, not. You know, not a guy who got something to say, black. You know, black. I was gonna say, not an articulate so black man. Yeah, it's not, it's not gonna be the guy who you know who talks like he has some kind of home training. You know, say well addiction and whatnot. So, so this one thing, like I said, I have my days where I can, you know, I can, you know, sign a country, and I have my days where well, you know, where I'm proper. So I'm like, I, I mean, I, I don't, I feel like if. I mean, I, I, when I'm doing, when I'm handling business, I, mean, I can, you know, I, my 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 mind naturally clicks. Yes, I don't even notice it. I don't, I never I never understood why people called that, you know, acting white because because you know like since we were we were all in magnet, so right we were around we were around white people and we were around black people folk like that too. So I'm like I, I never noticed I was acting white because I was in the same hood. Is, right, as all as everybody people. else. <laughs> you say I just went to mm-hmm. school across the way. They came and got me from where I was and took me to where they wanted me to be. And y'all just made a good point because everybody is excited when I don't want to say a name that sounds like extremely. Bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why uh, Jamal or was you gonna say Shaniqua? <laughs> Jamal no, I was about to say Damien, but Damien just sounds so wrong to me. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> but we just gonna use Damien here. I've not already put it down to you. Uh oh, run them rolls, run them rolls. Let's be right. You, uh, everybody will get upset when Damien goes, or, or well, not upset. Everybody get is excited when Damien goes to Yale, as a mm-hmm. because you know. Man, you got it to that white school, you know, where the predominant where it's predominantly white and the education is gonna be good, so they say. And 
how did Damien the fuck? How the fuck did he get there? You think he was showed up to the interview and fucking? Was that good? He didn't do that. With some <laughs> like, motherfucking Levi's on and some goddamn Jordans? <laughs> no, nigga, he didn't. I was like, I was like, you know, how do you think? How do you think that those that those people got there? Like, how do you think that these people that, with the exception of like the hip hop businesses or hip hop based businesses or you know urban based businesses? How do you think that these successful business owners, who you may or may not know, how do you think that they're so successful and they from the same pool as you from? Something has to change mm-hmm. or something has to be something has to be right, right. appropriated for that white person to give a fuck or that admissions counselor to give a fuck. Something about that person's mind and education and things like that shows yep. that, you know, well, you know, he's not what I'm used to seeing with these normal black folks, so I don't know. Because you got to right. think about it. At the end of the day, guys, we cannot change the mind of these people who were born before the damn 60s. We can't. <laughs> we can't change the minds of none of these people that were born she before the damn 60s. not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to do that. You gotta think about it. It used to be appropriate for them to have a dinner and hang a nigga for dessert. So y'all have to think <laughs> about certain shit like that when y'all are thinking of, damn, I just want these people to see us as such and such. And I want these people to see us as this and see us as that. Because half of the people that we have we run into issues with, they mamas and daddies are still living, unfortunately. And, you know, they're out here, you know, preaching hate. And, you know, their kids have kids and their kids' kids Uh have kids. So you have this whole family tree where the matriarch, who's racist as fuck, is still able to teach his values to all the rest of the kids. Still program the fuck. That bloodline, that thought process is still going to ring true for a lot of white people for years. For years, because oh, yeah, for years to come, hell, it's not it's not going to be a situation of you know, oh, I I've seen the day where you know, where black folks are equal as white folks. That's not that's not going to happen mm-hmm. for that generation. So we need to stop begging for that generation to see us as equal because that's just not their reality. At the end of the day, the same way. Our grandmothers and grandfathers, you know, they might not have had the nicest job, but to, to us, it seemed like they lived a great lifestyle because, you know, they were staying out the way of the white people. They were like, hey, we got us a nice little spot in the hood. We was able to get us a little mortgage and stay up out the you way. We surrounded by our people, and we just kept it moving. So, I mean, yeah. it goes both ways. It kind of goes both yeah. ways, guys. I said, what you're saying is definitely right on the money because, I mean, I know that's something you're probably going to get into a little later, but just to kind of add to the point you were saying is we, you know, we have to find ways to, like, just as black people, we have to find ways to trust our own people because, you know, we've always, we've been so groomed into not trusting our own folks that some things that may not actually be a negative stereotype Become off as negative, you know, in our own community, just because, you know, like we were always told not to trust black businesses because 
just because, like, I never knew the valid reason, just know that we were always told to trust them. And now, you know, when people push and hate Because a nigga I always going to try to get over. That's what I was yeah, told. Exactly. Niggas I always mean, try to get and, over. And I don't mean, I don't mean mm-hmm. to be retarded and just jump in there and be like, yo, I'm about to drop out. I'm about to drop my bread at any random black business. Like, nah, be smart about your money because, you know, I see, exactly. I see black businesses that, that are, yeah, we make our own shoes. They're like, yeah, don't let, don't let Nike and Jordan rob you. But then I see they charging $130 for and you a startup company. Hey, bro, and I think and I think I know exactly who you're talking about too, because I be peeping their little ads and shit on Facebook, and I think that is extremely too high. Yeah, some of the shoes are ill, but I'm like, I don't want to buy. That's extremely too high. <laughs> right, and that, right. And I think that's the thing. Like, if we're gonna talk, if we're to put it into terms, like, I don't know who if y'all know who he is, but Christian Seriano, he won. Um, What's the name of that damn fashion show? Rip the Runway or Runway something. Hell, y'all know I don't uh-huh. know. And uh, he won it a while back. And he pretty much, his first gig, because he, he wasn't getting constant, like, gigs after he won, which is supposed to be the whole damn point of you going on the show, is that you're supposed right. to be this steel-ass line and all this stuff. His first damn gig was Payless. Do you know that everybody and their mama ran they asked the playlist to go get Christian Seriano shoes? But now I dare not buy anything Christian Seriano in his real line because I'd be damned if I pay $1,000 for his shoes. Now, if I was a person who paid $1,000 for shoes, if I liked his playlist shoes, why not like his, his uh, more high more high His premier, Yeah, his premier line shoes, but right, right. you cannot be a startup company. I don't have no reviews on your shit. I don't have, you know, no type of rapport with you. Right, I'm be the and first you want two hundred twenty dollars. I'm probably gonna be the first person in my city to fuck with you. I have already heard one or two bad things about you if I'm not the first person, and you expect True. me to hurry up and give a hundred and something thousand, a hundred dollars just because it's black. My thing is, I'm cheap mm. all the way, all day, every day. So I'm probably not the person to talk about this particular topic. But I'm the type of person that a good outfit for me, like, hey, I'm a dress type of motherfucker, so my outfit and your outfit might be different. But a good dress for me might cost $50 at most. If I'm feeling name brandy, I might like something that I probably won't even buy. For the most, a good, unless I'm getting it custom made, which is a totally different thing. But for the most part, I spend spend $50 on nobody's dress that was made on the damn machine with nobody's body attached to it. So I'm not going to then turn around and buy AliExpress clothes where you paid $5 a pop to get and give you that same $50 because you're black. Oh, no, ma'am. Not at all. And see, I'm not even one of those people who spends a lot of money on goddamn clothes and shit because I could care less. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, <laughs> so I have a different outlook on this shit any motherfucking way. I've never been one to spend a whole bunch of money on, on shoes and tour fashion and all of that shit because the shit that I go and get, a motherfucker would never know how much it costs unless they ask me. That's how goddamn good it looks. Fuck you, man. I mean, it's just it's, it's certain things that thrifty spending. I'm sorry. It's it it's just growing up like, hey, Jordan's one that damn high for our mamas and daddies back in the day. But you know, 
can you see your mama or daddy spending $180 on some sneakers back in the day? Are the equivalent of what $180 was on some sneakers back in the day? <laughs> so I'm just saying, it's just like some things where the morals have changed. Yeah, I get it. Certain cultures, like since we have, quote, unquote, gain more rights and gain more acceptance as a people, there are certain things that we're, certain, there's more money that we're allowed to make, there's more, you know, revenue we're allowed to spend in the country, and certain things like that. But it does, at the end of the day, if it's not a custom business or you're not a person who I can at least, I don't even do this with white folks or whoever the hell else is just like, if I can't even look up a review for your company, or, you know, see some work, or if I contact you, it's a situation of, you know, oh, well, oh, you're going to have to touch and touch. When every time I ask you a question, you can't give me no damn answers. I'd rather just call whatchamacallit with the customer service department where they actually want my money. Like, you know, it's just certain things like it's, it's the thing of customer service. And one of my friends posted on Facebook yesterday, Dami, the makeup artist, she posted on Facebook, and she was just like, you know, I hate when people say they don't support black businesses because of bad customer service, bad this and bad that. Why don't y'all give out suggestions? Most of us have. Yeah, exactly. Most- that's, that's what I have to say. <laughs> I mean, it's just so man, much- like, You can't take A lot of them have the – Exactly. A lot of them have that attitude of – Oh well, if you don't want to give me your money, I don't want it. It don't even matter no way. I'm good without your business. I hate that Why shit. That's so goddamn stupid. Why are you crying on Facebook? Right, so that's so goddamn like stupid. Oh, if you didn't want the money, like, you wouldn't goddamn be ranting about it. You really, you low key pissed off on the coup. Because you lost the sale, exactly. And it's just like, yeah, I can understand being frustrated for a discount, but the same way you walk off into Dillard's or Macy's and the first thing you might do is pull out Retail Me Not to find the 20% off coupon because, yeah, that $10 dress is a great clearance item and it came down from 80 but $8 sounds better than 10 I swear. I Retail Me Not everything. I see, people, I see people that I know personally who make clothing and sell stuff to their own sites and they charge reasonable prices. It's just, you know, a lot of it be mm-hmm. female wear and stuff. So, I mean, I'm I, I'm not a woman, so I don't think I'm going to do You say so? You say, I'm not going to patronize. I'm sorry. And, <laughs> and I also just quickly want to touch on the fact that I love, I love L-O-V-E-E-E-E-E-E love that we are embracing African culture. Yeah. Because just because you put on a damn dashiki, you are not... Does not mean... That just reminded me of something I heard schoolboy Q say in an interview uh, yesterday. He was like, uh, you know, because some people, I've been seeing people like trying to charge like $80 for a dashiki. And he said... He said, man, I buy my dashikis on Amazon for five bucks. <laughs> exactly. You can that, you can go to AliExpress and get some things right now. 
Worth 
with you making profit. It's different if the shit costs you $5. I'd be glad if the product is worth enough but you give you 15 20 40 even 40 at most off the top of it. But you can't tell me you spent $5 because if you spent $5 and you actually you didn't go to, like, China to get this shit, that means in hindsight the person that you bought that from, that cost them 25 50 cents, so they already bamboozled you, and then you're going to turn around and bamboozle me? Oh, no, buddy. It don't work that way. I'm just saying. It's not going to work that way. But yeah, and so it's just. But yeah, it's right here, It's just like it's not. It's not a bad. We're not, and we're not bashing anyone. It's just that. We're trying to throw the things out there that have been being said over the past week and a half why everybody is angry because once the dust settles, you know, and nobody and everybody have finished grieving what has happened in this nation, what are y'all going to do? Go back to the regular scheduled program. That's what they're going to do. That's the shit that's killing me. Exactly. Like you know now, I mean, time to instead of instead, like I can understand, like yeah, yeah, I can understand getting getting out of protest mode and getting back into getting the money and stuff. I can understand that, but you gotta like people gotta also realize like change something, like change something that that's believable, like something you think that you know you can do right now that'll help. Right, so that can actually benefit. Put our money somewhere, yeah. And, People just gotta think about that. Like I ain't gonna tell nobody what to do. I, w- I wouldn't want anybody on this call to say what they what they gonna dedicate their money to. But I don't mind putting ideas out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it, it, it's and that's what I'm saying. It's not we're not bashing anyone. We're not telling y'all what to do. We're just simply saying, hey, we're not we're we're not the crowd that's out here causing a lot of problems. So why not from what we see? Or what we go through on a daily basis, why not shine the light on what we think could help? Yeah, or what yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. What we see that we find the issue with. Because sometimes we get, I mean, shit, it's just, it's real. Like, we find the issue with some of the shit that y'all say or do, especially to each other. And so, you know, I don't give a damn about black on black crime because everybody knows the history of who, what, when, where, and why all of this shit has even happened. I do, however, True. have a, I do, however, have an issue with black on black shaming, and y'all know I'm a person. I hate those damn words shame because everything a damn shame nowadays. You fat shame, mm-hmm. skinny shame, slut shame, walker shame, tree shame, mm-hmm. all that bullshit. Everything a damn shame. But when I say black, throw that shade in. <laughs> When I say black on black shaming, I'm talking about necessarily wanting to argue or fight all day over who knows more black history or who knows, you know, who's more of an activist than the other people or who who's more woke. Yeah, you know, those type of situations. Like why is that is why is that a thing? If a person, if let's say I don't know shit, let's say I don't know nothing about my history, but I'm saying 
you know, I want to do something for our community because I feel like even without me not knowing anything, I at least know that this shit is fucked up. For you to then right. turn around and, and shame that person because they don't know what happened back in the 1600s and the 1700s and stuff, you were part when of the problem. they weren't even fucking alive. Yeah. They're like, you are part of the problem because, you know, yeah, it's great. If you if you have an issue with it, sit down and educate them and say, you know, hey, I don't even want to turn this into an argument, but let me put you up on a couple of things you might want to look at since you knew to, you know, kind yeah. of learn more about yourself. Yeah, automatically, uh, you, say, uh, like, if you don't know this shit, I don't want to talk to y'all. But yeah, okay, some, well, I'm going to give them shit you got to say. And that's yeah, what I feel about it. Y'all are turning a lot of people who may have something beneficial to give to our community away. They're doing a lot of con- condemning instead of conversing. That, that, that's, 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 that's really what it is. Because at the end it's of the day, quick. if a person is black, a person if a person is black, they should be a, they should be allowed to be a part of black all uh, you know Black Lives Matter. Last time I checked, because at the end of the day, I'm just saying the same cop that shot officer, the same cop that shot you know the same neighborhood patrol that shot Trayvon Martin. He's not going to see that person who don't know their history. He's just going to see a nigga. And that, all day. That, that's just how you can't, you can't slice the cake no other way. So it's just like I want, that's why, that's why I made the point of saying we ought to talk amongst each other because somebody in your damn family might be like, hey, how about you shut the fuck up because you don't know everything and let me put you up on game. So that you're not out here just spitting ignorant ass hate and shame at other at other people who want who in hindsight want the same thing for our community. Because some people, sure. yeah, they might think they might think the problem is just black on black crime. They might think the problem is just whatever the fuck it is. It's just police brutality. But it's a bigger scheme of things as to why our race is continually continually the race that's seen at the bottom of the total pole. And so it's just like why why what can we do to change that about ourselves? What can we do to change that? And it I mean, I don't have the answers. Kanye voice, but I don't have the answers. And so it's just like I You don't have the answer, Sway. <laughs> you don't have it, Goldie. You don't have it. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I just really, I really, and that's the type of stuff that saddens me when I look on, you know, social media. Because the people that really reach out as far as running roles that y'all don't see hashtagging it or y'all don't see adding running roles on Facebook, Y'all, they in my inbox, you know, saying, how can I be a part of this? How can I be a part of this? And if I go to their page, some of their stuff I might not agree with, but at the end of the day, I know that I'm not out here. My my mission statement says to bring health, wealth, and protection in our community. If you want to jump on the train and help bring health, wealth, and protection to our community, I'm not going to turn you away because you don't know your history. Because that has nothing to do with you bringing health, wealth, and protection to the community. I'm just saying. Right. But but after so, you've I mean, been schooled and updated, if you're still on that ignorant <laughs> shit, then you will be left behind, my nigga. Exactly. Harriet exactly. Tubman said it the best, hell, when she was helping them slaves escape, goddammit, if you want to turn around and go back, I'm going to go and shoot you now because, goddammit, you just going way in there and you going, goddammit, that's going to get the rest of us caught. So 
We gonna go and shoot you down and leave you, leave you <laughs> on the ground. Square business. And so it's just like you know, it's the I want I want everybody who's if you're listening now or you're listening on the podcast recording or whatever. I want everybody to start having the conversation as to. What's fucked up about us five that we need to change? What stereotypes do we have amongst ourselves about black people that we need to be like, you know what, that ain't right. I don't know them people like that. You know what, that's not right. I'm a five. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I might not say it out of my mouth no more. I might laugh in the back of my head, but I know how to keep it cute, you know, in the public, because I don't want to end up that person. It's, it's just certain things that you can't change because, hey, this is how I think and this is how I feel about shit. Like, if I feel threatened by somebody being next to me because they acting like a threatening motherfucker, you can't be, if you open up your mouth and speak, Rainbows and Skittles and shit Yeah, of course Oh, my bad, I thought you was about to kill me or something. But if you got here, you still mean mugging me You look like you about to reach in your shit at any moment And pop somebody I'm going to start thinking everybody that looks like you about to pop somebody So I can understand why we all Why people are quick to run to every white person You don't know who's racist You don't know what they're saying at their dinner table You don't know what such and such so we don't need to worry about that. We need to worry about us. What are we doing? What are we talking about at our dinner table? What are we doing when we go out in public? What are we doing Shit. when we amongst loving motherfucking hip hop? That a bitch. <laughs> I can't stand that old bullshit. And Mona Scott, you should be ashamed of your motherfucking self, bitch. Man. <laughs> I'm not a Go, you just don't understand. Like that shit burns my soul. Now it's now. Now don't get me wrong. I look at the shit every now and then and laugh at the motherfucking antics and shit because I know it's scripted. But to a certain extent, some of that shit is just just it's just wrong, man. And some of that shit is just wrong, and it make us look so motherfucking bad because that's the only perception a lot of people have of us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this bitch is like this bitch that want to. This bitch want to capitalize off of the shit, you know what I'm saying? But what is this hoe doing behind the scenes with her motherfucking cash? You know what I'm saying? Like that is, is she exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Is she reaching out and helping the motherfuckers? You know what I'm saying? Is, is, is she, is, is she the sending day. a motherfucker to college somewhere that we don't know nothing about? You know what I'm saying? Is this bitch building homeless shelters or battered women's shelters? Like, what is this bitch doing with her cash? If she just sitting on it because she got damn exploiting the bad shit that people already think of us as that's normal shit, you know what I'm saying? Then fuck that bitch, like I'm saying now. Fuck that bitch. Bitch from went from New York to California to Atlanta. Come on, bitch. Come on, for real. Miami, all this whole shit. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. You ain't gotta exploit us like that, bitch. Now don't and get like me wrong. They say. The uh some, the fair color people, people say that rather see them make the black dollars than the white dollar. That I don't agree with because we only own one percent of the media in the whole entire world. One percent. So man, say look, Scott, all dollars. She making money, but she ain't making that. 
All dollars are green. Fuck you, mean. <laughs> Ain't no black dollar, white dollar. All that shit is green. That's why all of it goes to the same motherfucking place. It just comes from different people. Hey, you mean? <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that shit. Yeah, so, I mean, mm, y'all. I'm I, sorry, it's, y'all. It's, it's, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to rent. Nah, you, you good. You good. I, I mean, hey, some people, some people the need to hear that. <laughs> shit, I just mean to say, if, if I slap that hoe if I could. We, we get too many passes for ignorant stuff. Like, we, we always, like, we live in a society of people wanting to get the benefit of the doubt and too much stuff, man. That's, that's just something I can't give it to. Yeah, at all. Yeah, at all. I understand. Yeah, I know I partake in the Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know I partake in the extraness. A for the sake of, you know, having my good gossip ready for the show. And B because (laughs) there is no positive but you know, just be honest, there is no positive, you know, T V outlet unless and even then if it is, it has to come from a person who's reformed. Like like a T.I., it has to come from somebody who had a rough had a rough beginning, but white people love him now, so we're going to put him on VH1 this that way. Like, it's one of those type of situations to where I have to be like, I have to be an ex-felon to be on television, or I have to be a doctor hey. to be on television. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some, some, you know what I'm saying? Some token bullshit. Like, you know, some token bullshit. That's what that is. That's way, a token like, nigga. The same way there's random families that nobody knows or gives a fuck about who are on television. Like, where are those random black families who are just goofy and do nothing all day and have a television show? Right. <laughs> where are those? Like, uh, where the Run's house. Run's house used to be like that till they got two extra on that bitch. That's how that motherfucker was when it first came out. They didn't have no plan of action. The motherfuckers was just living life. And then they got a little extra. I quit watching them mm-hmm. motherfuckers too. Because at the end of the day, thing. motherfuckers don't know how far to take it. You know what I'm saying? They'll start off, and see, that's a problem with a lot of us too. We we don't know how far to take it. We start off good, and then the motherfucker gets sidetracked. That dollar that is, that then we get sidetracked, mm-hmm. and now <laughs> and now it's 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 shit. What have these motherfuckers done for me? Fuck them. I'm finna get this cash because that's pretty much what it is to me in a nutshell. Mhm. It pretty because that's the thing. It it always turns into, you know, oh well, nobody's gonna support me, so let me just go all the way appropriate, appropriate yeah. to the white side. Like it's just like so now you're gonna go tap dance for the man, but you super saiyan coon. That's what it is. Super <laughs> saiyan coon. That's exactly what the fuck it is. So you know, it's just like. I ain't got my It's just like, oh, I can't even. It's not. It's not even worth for you to put out there. Like I said, I only partake because there's nothing else for you to watch. Like I was literally, I tried to watch what's the name of this damn show? Match made in heaven. Oh my fucking god, y'all. Sorry, Jesus. So, <laughs> but I was watching the show. I was watching the show. It's supposed to be like a bachelor for. Black people, and it's supposed to be like Christianity involved. It's supposed to be this uh, guy stop, sitting down with stop, his pastor. Uh, no, but listen stop. though, it's supposed to be a guy sitting mm-hmm. down with his pastor, and there's this house of women 
to where they go on these dates and he he throws temptation at the dates and stuff and they're supposed to eliminate down to this one lady that he's going to eventually marry. When I tell y'all this show is so scripted and full of promotion, is that all that them shows are for? It's for promotion. And so women go on there thinking that that's the quick, you know, the quickest way to show your ass and, you know, have sex with the main character of the shows. And it's, it's too much. Like, it's too much. We're appropriating all these women being strippers. We're appropriating all of these women being side chicks, all of these women being, you know, you know, single. You, you can only be a single mother and be a successful person. Like if I have a if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a kid and I don't have a man in my household, then I got to get it twenty times as hard, and I ain't got to worry about such and such, and all of these things. Like we're appropriating so many things, and the 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 thing that I I always have a conversation with my brother about. And I always say on Snapchat is when I'm having arguments with y'all on Facebook, I'm not arguing with y'all because I feel like y'all making mistakes. My question to y'all is, why is it good enough for generations after you, or it's good enough for your kids, but it's not good enough for your ass? It's like you know, like we talked about single mothers. That's a, the biggest damn debate between black people on Facebook is yeah. people who don't have kids and people who do. But at the end of the day, you're going to whoop the shit out of your kid if she's 14 to 15 pumping somebody, let alone pumping them raw. Yeah. But your, your kid don't give a damn about that because where was you at for, at 14 to oh. 15? Wow. Mama, Mama you, 30, you 39 and I'm 14 years old. Somebody got pregnant on Sunday. I mean, are you 29 and I'm 14 years old? I did the math wrong. Sorry, y'all. Like, you 29 and I'm 14 <laughs> years old. How'd that happen? Like, yeah. certain things like that to where, like, yeah, your kids are not, it is not telling your kids their mistake or certain things are about them made their major life harder. It's about saying, I feel like, you know, yeah, I'm whooping you for this. Yeah, I feel a certain way about this. Yeah, I did it. But at the end of the day, I'm doing this because if I could go back, I would want better for me. And I'm really wanting better for you. And, you know, I talked to a girl about it, and she was just like, I don't know. I just feel like if I was to say that to my kids, I'm telling them that they're a mistake. But for you to be whooping their ass and they looking like, damn, well, what the hell I do? I'm, I ain't doing nothing more than what you did at 14, 15 years old. I understand, and I understand, um, that, and it's not even necessarily a, a you know, like a, a judgment, like being passed by by saying. But if you want your kid to like be like, it's kind of hard for your kid to live to their fullest potential if. If you know if you got pregnant in middle school, and if they turn around and do the same thing, it's gonna be halted. Like there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with you telling your kid that it's not down in your seat. Like you know, I'm sure that any parent that was in that predicament knows how tough that is. Like it yeah, limits, exactly. It limits a lot of stuff. So so just going with that mindset. If you want the best for your child, you will let them know what you did to prevent them from doing. It. I swear, exactly. and, and and you know what? I, and and I think what a lot of a lot of parents follow is is that they 
they try too hard to sugarcoat shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then that that shit leave the, the child confused. So that that to, to me, I think well, whoever that friend was that you was talking to, that's that's probably what that is. She be so busy trying to sugarcoat shit to make it sound sweet or or to not hurt a feeling or. So a motherfucker won't won't think, or so the child won't think. Not motherfucker, but child won't think it's this way or another way. When goddamn it, you just need to come out and say it. But goddamn it, you need to give an intro and a motherfucker exactly. outro. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That, that, that's that, like, that's hey. what helps smooth the shit over. Like, hey, I know it's wrong. This is the third. I'm not saying that you're a mistake or whatever, but this causes this, 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 blase, blase, etc., etc. Instead of just coming out. Hey, blase, blase, et cetera, et cetera, and bam, that's it. Are these, are these mm-hmm. like some, some of these ignorant mamas be having the best damn, uh, you know, reasons as to why they, you know, what, what they do to their children when they do have that conversation? Like, um, it was some show, one of the positive, one of the very few positive shows I used to watch on Wee TV. I can't remember the name of the day show. But the lady, she used to, once the kids came from age, instead of having the birds and the bees talk, she would have them, uh, what she would do is she would give them a certain amount of money. She would give them a certain amount of money, and they would have to, quote, unquote, pay their bills for uh, for that whole year. They have to pay their bills as far as they would have to pay her to do loads of laundry. They would have to buy their lunch out of that, do whatever entertainment they were going to do for the week, and they couldn't get loans. Or if they did get loans, it was going to be with interest. Like, she did all of those things. And, you know, she made them have the little fake babies and stuff like that because y'all get upset when there's, like, sex ed not being taught correctly in school or it's being too much of it taught. But when the hell do y'all sit down and actually show these kids that, you know, damn, I can't really tell them that they can't have sex because I did it, so they're going to automatically assume that it wasn't nothing wrong when you did it. So you can't, if, even if I decide not to, you really can't tell me nothing because clearly it wasn't wrong when you did it. So it didn't have to right. turn into a situation of let me show you that it's real out here. And imagine if you had a whole kid while you had to do it. Because mm-hmm. then she made them turn around and buy, like, fake diapers for the kids out of that money. She made them, you know, pay that, you know, stuff like that to where it's like, that is cool as hell. That's something that we, that we did at the center when I went to the Bethlehem Center. And I learned forever how to budget how to, you know, do things like that because that was taught to me. It wasn't taught to me by my mother, but community taught me, you know, certain things as far as whatever. I then turned around and asked my mother, you know, how do I personalize and do these types of things? And she told me. So it's just, you know, I I think that, you know, it's just certain things that I feel like y'all have to dig inside of yourself and figure out what's good for me. And that's not even just about kids. That's about careers. I'm still figuring that out for myself. Careers, I swear, you know where I'm you live, you hear me? house, <laughs> house, all of that stuff, credit, all of that. You literally have to hey. look into yourself and be. It, it can't just be, oh, well, I want my credit to be good, but shit, I worry about paying that shit off no day. I ain't worried about that shit. Hey, it's hey, just like, hey, let me look. Huh? Uh, I was gonna say. Um, I, I was gonna say uh, what what I can add to that is a part of that conversation. Shit is. Parents need to swallow their pride when they're talking about that shit, too, because a lot of shit don't be said because they're they going to hurt their own feelings and they ain't dealt with it their own motherfucking self. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much Man, I'm glad you said that, man. That's you know what I'm saying? That, that's a part of what it is. Parents be too prideful to mention certain shit in front of their kids. Like, no, nah, because, 
you being prideful or not being prideful could be the difference on whether your child is going to do that shit or not going to do that shit. Like mm-hmm. my dad explained to me all about, you know what I'm saying, all about his problems with drug usage and shit, you know what I'm saying? Now, I ain't never in my no, life. Uh, no, no, this, no, no, for real. <laughs> I ain't I never in my life. <laughs> I'm just saying, I ain't never in my life did no other drug other than marijuana. You know what I'm saying? And that's because my daddy swallowed his pride <laughs> and let me know, like, hey, son, crack is whack for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't try that shit. Don't, don't fuck with <laughs> none of that shit. Don't snort no powder. Don't take no pills. Don't do none of that shit. I understand you smoke weed. I'm not saying it's good, but just stick to that if that's what you're going to do. Don't try none of that extra shit because you'll be out here busted and disgusted. For real, for real. He was able to swallow his pride and let me know that. But, hey, that's what kept me from wanting to try that shit even though I was around a bunch of motherfuckers who's tooting their nose on the regular and popping pills every goddamn day and all that uh-huh. shit. And he didn't, he didn't, he didn't wait until there Put that into your life. Yeah, he didn't and then wait for the And then right. you find like that he... your kid, your kid is doing all this shit other than marijuana or whatever you find acceptable, and you looking at them like, damn, like where the fuck yeah, you learn this shit at? Hey, before, no, yeah. Hey, so speaking of dad, you do it, they seen it from you. B, they were introduced to it from somebody else, and your and mama wasn't there to tell them. Uh, I don't know what some white people told you, but that won't happen in this household. That conversation doesn't mm-hmm. happen because you're scared to talk to them. Well, well yeah, again, exactly. like, like people, like you got, you got, you got parents that that want to keep up the facade of being, you know, being the superhero when they don't realize mm-hmm. that kids, like when kids, your kids get to a certain age, they know you got flaws too. So they, you know, man, put 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 that out there, uh, put that. Out in their mind so that they won't be going through life thinking that uh you know like like if they see you do something they think it's okay like you, you, people fail to realize that but like the kids absorb everything I remember stuff that happened like faintly but I remember one one reason yeah. why I'm a gamer to this day is because I remember when I was you know two three years old my mom was playing Super Mario in in Mega Man two and three. So, you know, I that 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 stuck with me throughout my lifetime. It, 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 like I said, we we soak up stuff that our parents do, so you gotta make you gotta watch what you put putting out there in front mm-hmm. of them. Like you may think that they, you may think that, you know, playing around twerking in the living room, your kid ain't gonna do it, but you're gonna be the first one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but you're gonna be the first one giving out People act like there's such thing as being oblivious to the whole situation, but there's still certain things that, granted, on my own time I figured it out. But the whole point, a, a lot of a lot of parents do a lot of the things that they didn't find wrong in front of their children. Like there's probably many things that my mom and dad did, but a lot of this, um, all of that dirt that they did, we were not there to see. Mm-hmm. Right. They we they right. might have told us they might have told us and told us hey this isn't appropriate this ain't right this is right you know following my ways or if you happen to come across the situation don't do it type situation 
But as far as me being grown and being able to make my own mistakes, that doesn't mean me being grown and I'm passing this shit along to my kids because if I think it's fucked up, why would I, A, be doing it, B, passing it along to my children? I mean, it's just, it's yeah. certain, like like I said, it's certain it's a certain type of coup that other black people yeah. have to have as far as, you know, when it comes to our kids, which is the future generation. Like, they, we grew up with technology, but they growing up, born with knowing technology. how to yeah. wipe on the screen. My niece knew how mm-hmm. to work a phone almost, you know, you know, as good as an adult or at least an older person who's just not getting acclimated to technology. She knew how to do that before she was six months years old. She was you know wiping the proper That's screen, the going shit. to Netflix, watching Daniel yeah, Tiger, yeah, and she to, was like a couple I, months old. I, and we had we it's so weird you know we had to we had to groom her into thinking that the TV into learning that the TV wasn't a touch screen because you know <laughs> she's so used to everything being that and that's that's weird you know because touch any touch screen anything was was wasn't was even unheard of when I was four you know so I was, <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's just like the same way that older generation views us. We're going to then turn around, especially when, you know, our kids' kids are growing up with whatever the hell is new then. We're going to be like, oh, no, these little whippersnappers, they see everything. Because, you know, they thought that we see everything because we had YouTube. And, you know, people could post work videos. You got Pornhub. All you got to do is type it in the address, bar and press enter. Like, you know, like it's there are fights like, and you got to see everybody fighting. <laughs> it's certain Ooh, I swear. <laughs> it's going to be even more instant for kids the more it goes mm-hmm. on. So we have to, our responsibility is to, A, filter out the shit we don't want them seeing because that's just, exactly. that's just how that rolls. And that's actually, that, that's actually <laughs> a lot easier to do. Like, remember, like, like back when we were coming up, yeah, if your parents had HBO on the Playboy channel, it was just a matter of hitting the up button on the channel to finding it. Literally, like, like my mother, she could easily get into stuff that she shouldn't be seeing if 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 we groomed her that way. But literally, if she gets her hand on something with Netflix or get her hand on something with you know that has games and involves you know, kid-based things. That's what she wants to do on them. When she gets on my computer, she wants to play, she wants to do tea parties online. It's like, you know, because it's like, hey, I can't, hey, I know y'all don't want to do tea parties with me nonstop for three hours, but if I get on this computer, <laughs> I can do tea parties for four hours straight and I have to worry about it stopping. Like, I'm glad <laughs> that that's one thing, I, if, I, if, there's, if, if there's one thing I can say that I'm proud about is that she likes kid stuff, and oh, yeah. I know mean, it's kind of weird. It's kind of you know, kind of weird because in this day and time, you know, you, you, this day and age, you don't see that a lot. And but she, that's, that's, that's and that's the thing. I'm sure every generation says this, but that's the thing. Even though, even though it was some fast ass kids, we were still kids growing up, man. Mm-hmm. We we were like yeah. the last generation to be kids, and I can't even say generation as a whole because. It stopped somewhere in like the mid '90s when that even started happening. 
you know, stop that so, you know, I, I was a full-fledged kid well up until I say I was about 14 or 15. I mean, no, I'm, but I'm talking about as far as newly born children, like people after about a good 96, it's, it's questionable if they had a childhood. It's, it's cause mm-hmm. Because after 96, we had Windows 95, which was like, ho, ho, Windows 95, boy. It's you going grab, You grab the internet and stuff on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just it's like, so you know. That was the age of I'm slowly starting to be in the house more than I am outside type age. Mm-hmm. And so it's like hey, I, can remember, I can remember when, like, computers used to only take up 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes of my day because <laughs> I used to want to go be outside and be extra. I didn't want to be right. now we, I don't, on the damn now computer. We got, now we got like fast computers that stay in our pocket all day. So like, it, it, <laughs> right, it, right. that's one thing, and that's one thing that you know. That, I guess that's one thing we can touch on as far as you know people finding things to help better their situation, or, or you know if they you know looking trying to look out for you know their their culture and stuff as a whole. You got that right yeah. there. Like you can use that for more than just. You know, Instagramming and stuff. You can, it's, 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 mm-hmm. There's so much you can do on there. Like, you can literally open up a stock from your phone for a penny. There ain't no reason. Exactly. There's it's no reason not to at least dabble in something like that. Everything is so easy to grab hold to. And you can Google everything that comes to your mind. If you're a person who you get mm. shunned out by the people who shame you on Facebook and stuff, you can literally go to Google right now and type, what do I need to know about my history so that black people can stop talking to me crazy? And something's going to pop up. And it's going to pop up. I swear. In point three, two seconds, that shit going to pop up. It might be two or three results, but something's going to pop up on Google. And it's just like it's so weird that we live in this age to where if we want to know, we can we, we can know. And so right. it's like the age of information. We have to be first when it comes to everybody wants to talk about the textbooks of what they teach us about our history. We need to be teaching, you know, at a certain age what we want them to know. Uh, you know, like, yep. you know, when you go to school, Teaching you don't, have, don't, correct, don't correct the teacher. Don't correct the teacher. But as long as you know Christopher Columbus did damn discover this, this piece of land, we good. <laughs> like, I need you to know that piece of information so you can pass that test. But uh, as long as you a little, as long as you can see through the bullshit, and I'm teaching you to see through that bullshit, I'm doing my job. Like, okay, uh, like I'm that. sorry, I'm a, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. What you mean? Correct that what motherfucking teacher. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Correct that teacher. Correct that motherfucking teacher. I'm I'm sorry. If the, if what they <laughs> teaching you in them books is wrong. And what you learned on your own research or whatever it was that your parents researched that they taught you to begin with, because teaching does start at home. Uh-huh. If, that if that teacher is wrong, stand up and let that teacher know they're wrong so that the whole class can then be in tune with what's going on so that they can either age go, go, go so they can go, yeah, go research it for themselves or see, just go on and take that lick, that in-house, suspended, rolled up, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, you still stood up for something right. 
You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. where standing now up. That, that's where it can start at. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying be an ass or or, or or be a delinquent. I'm not saying be a delinquent or none of that shit right there. I'm saying stand up for the truth. That's what I'm saying. Smart ass just because you can. I think that's what I mean. Right. Like, don't correct the teacher. I'm meaning like if it, calls for, if it calls for you to raise your hand and be like, well, teacher, I was taught this. Fine, but if you just that ain't right, teacher, like you're going straight, you're going straight to it now. And I hope you're straight to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope but you I got enough during class because you I got a lot of work. For not paying attention and knowing the answer to a test, I was in more than five minutes. I was I was in house twice. Once the snatching candy back from my teacher, and the second time because I refused to pay attention because I was bored, and she told me to answer the question and not answer the answer correctly. Th- that, I, I, know, I, I was the same way in middle school. Like yeah. I was in house twice in middle school, and I and I got I literally was bored with the curriculum. Like I, I don't even know how I don't even know how how I graduated out of middle school because <laughs> I, hey, I, I, I was going to say the same shit, and I would be I would literally I would be there I would be there in 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 you know in in, in physical form I'd be in class, but my mind would be drifting. I'd be wide awake, not paying attention. <laughs> Hey, like real I talk, like I, hey, I had that same problem, Chase. Huh? Yeah, I'm just like, I, uh, I had that same problem as Chase. A nigga just get bored with know, the I'm curriculum, you know what I'm saying? Thing. Like the the shit just be so elementary on the cool, you know what I'm saying? Like like I damn, this shit simple as fuck. And then because we realize that, yeah, <laughs> realize that the answers are. <laughs> Like the tax, back when the tax, I don't know about the star test. I ain't a star test person. But back when it was tax, 90s baby. (laughs) The highest grade level that tax went up to was eighth and ninth grade. grade. So why in the eleventh grade you were doing eighth grade stuff? Yeah, because I just remember they had. It depends on what you take in middle school, though, because depending on what math or whatever you take, certain. I would say nine. That was my. That was my, like, if there was a subject that I was guaranteed to get A's and B's in in middle school, it was math. Because remember, I was taking mm-hmm. algebra in, like, the sixth grade. So I, was, mm-hmm. so I, was, I, was, I was taking my math early. And I um and that's why I was, you know, bored with it. That's why whenever I did that stuff on the tax, like, literally, my lowest tax score was an 86. And you only needed, <laughs> like, a 55 to pass. And I, so I was like... This is easy. Like I, and the thing is, they were based the whole. They were based your curriculum off of passing the text. And I'm like, well, yeah, exactly. No, it's stuff. literally, <laughs> it's literally the test prep book. They would change the name of you know the people that they used in the actual practice book, but it would be the same exact problem. And the thing See, is, the was- only reason why I don't agree with testing is because there's certain people who have the personality uh, disorders are have the certain learning disabilities that don't allow them to sit there and not have anxiety taking the test. That's the only reason why I would disagree with testing, but in order for you, I don't believe that everybody is made to go to college. I just don't. I, that's definitely just my personal belief. If you feel like you should go, cool, but everybody, it shouldn't be, it should be a choice to go. It's like where it is everywhere else in the world. It shouldn't be right. that that's the, you know, golden standard of, you know, how smart I am because, A, people can't always afford it, and sometimes mm-hmm. grants and shit don't always help with everything that you have, 
sometimes you can just be knowledgeable about certain things. Now, if there's a certificate involved, or there, you literally have to have a degree to have that position, fine. But as far as, you know, how successful I am in life, that should not be determined by what type of degree a person has. And that's just my personal viewpoint because there are several people who cannot afford to go, Shit, that's who get anxious during tests. But they're very, they, they know how to read well, they know how to write well, they know how to speak well. It's just that it's certain parts of school give them anxiety. Like for me, I have social anxiety to the 10th degree. I am the shyest person around people that I don't know. So that alone, that alone takes me out of my illness. <laughs> and then See, my, thing. my whole next step is determined off of this test that I take. Hell yeah, I'm going to be angry. Right. So right. there's certain things that we have to teach them so that they know that, you know, man, look, like, you don't have to go to college, but you are going to have to be great. A requirement of mine is you're going to have to be great. And whatever the fuck you do, you're going to have to be great. You decide mm-hmm. you want to be a criminal, you better end up on the most wanted list, nigga, because you ain't going to be out here just being a criminal for no damn reason. <laughs> like, it's just certain things, like, it's, that's just how I feel about it, like, just just go out and be great at whatever it is that you're doing, and the rest will fall where it may. Because just like my brother, Chase, his ass, he refused to go, he refused to go get the education on how to uh, do, do gaming or do something like that. I think Chase would make a wonderful instructor on, you know, one day about, you know, game design or yeah, I'd even say um, music A wonderful game designer, like, like for real. music theory or something like that. I would yeah, I would love to dabble in, in that. In that <laughs> Professor as, Collier. I think that music in general has is, is a much more diverse thing, but like 98%, right, if not more, of game development stuff, is, is white, and that's why I find it. That's why I, I get dis I get disillusioned with with pursuing something like that, cause um, cause man, like like there's just no there's no diversity, and it uh, so it, it drives me nuts to see it. Yeah, that that's the that's the thing about all things that are not urban though, and that's why you know mm-hmm. when I try to find that's why when I talk about those things, I I don't want it, I don't want everyone to think that their lane has to be something urban. Now you know it's just like I want I want my kids to be successful at whatever the fuck it is they want to do. So like I said, right. I can't. I can only put it out in the universe that my kid won't have a criminal background by the time that they're a certain age or by the time they're able to do stuff. But if that may mm-hmm. be how it is, motherfucker, it is whatever the fuck you stole or whoever the fuck you killed, it better be a reason. Or, motherfucker, you better go out there and you better be able to go steal you enough money to get you a key to your own place because hey, you kicked out of this motherfucker. B, you're not great at doing what the fuck you did. So I need you to go back and get your life. I need you to quit. You can pick one. You can hey, go and be great. And that's, hey, and that's kind of crazy because my daddy, he gave, me, he gave me some advice like that. I mean, it wasn't the greatest advice in the world that he could have gave me. I mean, I could have stood wrong from a lot of shit if he would have said it differently. But he just flat out told me, like, there's a right and wrong way to do everything. And even if you're doing wrong, there's a right way to do it. So if that's what you're going to do, make sure you're doing it the right way and be the best at fucking doing it. And, you know, like, that kept me out of a lot of shit, but it also got me in a lot of shit. Yeah, but, but I mean, that's not, that's not to say that you peer pressure, 
But there's things that we can't protect kids from regardless of what we teach them. Right, And we can right, just hope right. that there's certain values that we instill in them to where it's ringing in the back of your head like, damn, if I do this shit, I got to go all the way, motherfucker, because uh, I got to worry about hearing my daddy or my daddy coming back and two-piecing me in the chest because I got caught or I'm an idiot. You know, it's stuff like that, like, it's not necessarily telling you to do wrong, but it's still saying, uh, just in case you decide to go out there and be stupid, you're going to have to hear me in the back of your head. Right, like, right. It's just hey. stuff like that. <laughs> hey, right. That, hey. That's basically what hey. that is. <laughs> hey, and look, I swear, and when I would get caught and shit, I would hear that shit ringing in the back of my motherfucking head. There's a right and wrong way to do everything, and even if you do it wrong, do it the right way. And your dumbass just did it wrong, so now you count. <laughs> I swear that shit used to ring in the back of my head. That's crazy. <laughs> and that's what I mean by it. it's just like I'm not telling you to do wrong. It's just that you're gonna hear me whether you're doing right or you're doing wrong. This is gonna be my mama always told oh, yeah. me I'll be great at what the fuck I'm doing. I'm gonna be like, damn, she told me to be great, and I ain't even couldn't even do this shit right. It's going to, you're going to have one of them things right in the back of your head when you do whatever you do. That's, that's I swear. <laughs> you right, though. You right. You right. Well, you got me sitting here reminiscing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I'll bring up another point from one brought up. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I see a person. I see Sadie J on the line. Turn up. Oh my God, man! Spot himself. I'm, I'm trying to catch my, I'm trying to catch I my breath, see you back, in the man. Last Thirty minutes of the show. Man, I I just did. I was doing photo shoots on the this waterfall over I here, figured. and it's two. I thought it was one mile. Apparently, it's two miles each way. Oh, fuck that, Sandy J. I'd have got a bike or something. I'd have drove across the lawn. For no reason. Bruh, I just, on his off day. <laughs> <laughs> on cheat day, man. You you on rest day and you exercise. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he exercising on his cheat day and shit. I'm over here, boy. I'm over here trying to recuperate like a mug. I was like, oh, shit. He's like, let me hear him call in. I was like, let me catch your breath a little bit before I call in, though. <laughs> Bro, you you failed at catching your breath because you feel tired. I can hear it. <laughs> I was all I was all in the creek and shit. I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Not a creek, a gully. Let me find out you were chasing waterfalls. You know, you, know, you know what though? I was. You know that, that ties into something we were just mentioning. Like, yeah, if if you if you have if you have a a trade or a craft that you're trying to build up and you want. Like, I go hard at it, man. Like, you was just dedicating an hour a day. Like, an hour is not going to kill you. An hour is pretty short to dedicate to something that you feel like you got a passion for. And, and by the time that hour is up, you're going to be like, damn, I could have did some more. Right. Dude, I did more than an hour. I was out there from, like, 1 o'clock to 6. Well, in the heat of the day, nigga, this is Texas. Did you not tell them that this is Texas? Did they not understand yeah. Do you, do you know how I many liquids I went through right there? I went through two bottles of water and two bottles of Gatorade. That's how. Hey, look, I, hey, look, I'd have told them like, hey, look, I'm gonna need you to uh, reschedule that because I'd be damned. It, nigga, that's the heat of the day. That's when it starts right. getting hot. It was hotter. supposed to be at twelve. That's when the goes up. <laughs> 
So yeah, we've Bruh. been talking about this is the part one, I guess, of the situation, and we're just talking about what we are doing wrong as a people. So we touched on, we touched pretty much, we touched on what nigga activities are. We talked about appropriation on both sides of the spectrum. We talked about parents, not necessarily just parents, people in general swallowing their pride to be able to teach the next generation and each other how how we should feel about each other. You know, we talked about being great at whatever the hell you, you're doing. We talked about, you know, just stereotypes in general. And so we're just talking about what we feel like we as a people need to change about our mindset so that whatever the fuck other people feel about us, however they're going to treat us, yeah, we can mourn. We can be like, damn, that's fucked up. Somebody got shot. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you we're going to stand behind everybody else that come after you. You keep on shooting if you want to. We just gonna be greater and greater on your ass. And then one day, when you, when you look up and we got all the money and you didn't buy all the guns you didn't use to pop that man with, we got the evidence that shows that you, sir, have bought the gun from Mr. from Mississippi Automatic Gun Store, and you, sir, hey, hold up, you hold up, uh-uh, don't, impl- uh-uh, don't implicate me in uh-uh. that shit. Hold up, hey, hey, hush, hush, hush now, hush now, and then you, you also, you bought a certain software from whatever, and we got all the evidence because now we own the dollar that now you spend all of your money at. It's just yeah, like exactly. certain things like, like that. We, we all have to turn them. We have to become the main. We have to become the business and not just the consumer. Yeah, because we all know. I mean, we all know somebody that's good at a whole bunch of different things, and that ain't trying to. They ain't trying to. Do. Of course, you want like if you make something. Of course, you want to. You want to make some money off of it to be able to chill on and and make a good living off of. But you know what I'm saying? No, you know you can make great stuff and not be like. Like you, it's not it's not helping raise the value of your brand by charging a you know an arm and a leg when you were, when you were upstart like you got to exactly that's gotta, how it comes off is you just a high ass starting out business right you got to let your value be determined by how many people is got that you buying your shit and wearing your shit that's when the value come in you got that with and more people are wearing your shit hold on what is it called uh, supply and demand. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's when you're saying, hey, look, I don't have the time and people to push out 30 orders a day. So if y'all want me to do right. 30 orders a day, y'all going to have to pay me the extra 40 or $50 on these pieces so that I can get me and my team to rush these orders out in a certain amount of time. That's where those things, that's how Gucci and Jordans and stuff became who they are because when it was a couple of shoes or when it was just Nike back in the day, it was like, oh, okay, I got a couple of pairs of shoes. Oh, those Nikes are nice. Oh, my God. And then he was just like, right. hey, I don't have 50 Nikes to make in the day. I don't even have the material for that. So you, if you're going to give me an extra 4 $5 per, for this shoe, because we're talking about back in the day, you give me an extra right. 4 $5 for this shoe, I can turn around and I can have a machine that be able to make me at least three or four more pairs than what I'll be able to make in a day. Right, mass production. And so that's how that that's how the cookie crumbles, you know, it's just like, yeah, I understand y'all want to be able to hurry up and make the money off of, you know, hurry up and turn around and buy all of the necessary things for your business, but that comes with time. Like, you have to, if, if your shit ain't reputable and you done bought all this stuff, you're going to be that same business that's on Craigslist trying to sell out your business items when you done went out of business. <laughs> like, right, six, and look, six months later. 
<laughs> like now you didn't do that for no reason. And so, you know, it's it's just certain things that, you know, I just feel I feel I feel that we could do better off. So I don't I don't necessarily feel like we're as sad as we were and I'll even say like five or six years ago. You know, mm-hmm. how some of these people are. There's certain avenues to where like people's morals are fucked up. But on the side of where the money is made and all the extra stuff, that should have completely changed over the over the past decade. It's too many women out here getting degrees. There's too many guys out here becoming doctors and great things and branching into other businesses that black people were not even allowed to partake in less than 50, 60 years ago. It's like it's so many things that we allow our morals to block how we do business. Like, it, just because I'm ghetto and country, A, I'm going to put my little mask on because I don't even want my black people to see me just being out here being, look, look, all goddamn day. I want to do all that. I'm going to put my little mask on. I'm going to go make this money. I'm going to go do all of my crafts and all these things that I need to do. And then when I come home, I can shoot the shit with the people who know me like that. Right. I can shoot the shit at how I want to. Yeah. See, people, yeah. I understand that. <laughs> I can I can understand that totally, because I'm the same. That's how that's how I am, regardless. <laughs> and so it's just like you know, it just it's regardless of whatever. I'm sure that y'all we're making it seem as though back in the day, because nobody knows. A we're making it seem like back in the day over in Africa that there was no such thing as more of the black people was just out there doing all the black ass things we see today. Yeah, no. Like I'm sure it was still somebody's grandmother back getting your ass being for doing something you had no business doing, or doing something that was seen as dishonoring to your people. Like it's that it, that still rings true today. What's still as shown as dishonoring, or what's still shown as disrespectful, or not right, or something like that. So oh, you you can't use that as an excuse because that's not even about how much history I know, that's just about damn common sense. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. She's been in there making me have me make her food. <laughs> so we with this being said, oh, do you have anything to add as to what you think we as a people could do better as far as what you see on a normal day a normal day that you think that could be a tip or a benefit to other people? You said me? That boy. It's Jake. It's Jake does. Hey, I was talking to you. Sorry. All right, yeah, <laughs> I do have some do do have something to add. First off, I mean, this, this might seem minute to people. It this might sound like something that doesn't really, like, this is like, people might be like, what, this don't really matter, man. Like, but simple stuff like when you go out to have a good time, man, people turn that into a chore. Like, it used to be a thing where when you go out, everybody having a good time, and you have some people, you know, they were just chilling. But most people, the people that was out on dance floor, came to have a good time. Not everybody worried about the next person. Dudes dudes acting semi-gay. Females acting semi-gay. Everybody standing around like we back in middle school and shit. And it's like, 
if you're a dude and you act bold and want to act and, and be heterosexual, women find a problem with that because is they're so out of touch now. Both sides are so out of touch of dancing with each other, they don't even know how that is anymore. They think that's a cancer or something now. Oh, I'm glad you just talked about pussy fine and all this extra stuff. So, <laughs> can we talk about? Can we touch on? We got 19 more minutes to the call. Can we touch on the fact of what we feel like, how we feel about black men being put out there in society? In, you know, in today's society. How do y'all feel about, like, you know, how we break down black men and how we won't even get on the black women part of that because, you know, that that part, both parts are nothing new, but it's really an attack on the black man in America. Hey, that's really a whole segment in itself, that right there. That's a whole segment in itself because (laughs) (laughs) it's so much extra, and I'm doing extra, that comes along with that with, with, with that topic right there. I mean, this, this shit is just ridiculous, B. Like, <laughs> this shit, man, like, <laughs> And bro, so, I, the only thing you know I'm saying about that is, I just, just like that people, people automatically, yeah, yeah. when we say pussyfying the man, that yeah. we automatically are talking about gay men. And no, no, granted, really there are there are some things that people put out there, and people assume that that's just you know that's a stereotypical black man. There are certain things that men put out there that could be seen as oh no, oh no, that man there is not straight. But there are certain things that have nothing to do with the male being gay that still you just like damn, like my black man and the black man I know don't do that. <laughs> There's so many things. It's like my, the black men that I know that are black men do not do that. And so, you know, I, I just like I just dislike that every time I turn on the television that guys are men are automatically put out there as these these horrible creatures that only want to you know jump off and jump in and out and play hopscotch and women's draws and you know we're unstable. They're unstable creatures, and you know all they know how to do is rap, rap and play basketball. You know, like the stereotypical mm-hmm. things that we've seen since before we were born. Like it's just like certain things. Yeah, that's it's just like, dang, man. It's just like, do y'all know that? Like at the end of the day, y'all know how many black people are getting married? Like we can't speak on we fuck ends in cheating or if it ends in divorces. We ain't talking about that. Just the fact that. There's so many black people committing to each other. Are so many yeah, black I mean, people? And, and, and you we know, live in a society where you know where marriage is kind of looked at like a like an afterthought. Now, like it's kind of like something you laugh at, but like, you can't nothing. Like if you get a, a a couple that you know that even though like you're not gonna, every every day is not going to be peachy. Like you're not going to sit there. I'm not going to sit there and say that to anybody. But on the same note, if you um. And disagree about something and keep it moving, like and uh, like and, and and still you know still come out as a strong, um, you know a strong a union from that man. You, there ain't nothing that can uh, like there ain't too many things that can top a strong 
you know, strong married couple, man. Yeah. yeah. Even if it ain't yeah. even if even if you were, uh, you know somebody that's in a you know in a committed relationship, so nothing can top people making power moves together. You right about that. And so you know, it's I I, it, I just get, it 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 infuriates me that it's just like at the end of the day, regardless of if you white, black, blue, pink, purple. Males are females, because I hate people use that as necessarily just a male excuse. If a female does not want to settle down at the at that particular moment, she's gonna she's either gonna be a hoe or she's just not gonna talk to anybody. Period. If a guy does not feel like settle down, he's either not gonna talk to anybody or he's gonna go out there and be a hoe. It it just it rings both ways. So to put that out there as this is black men. You know, like you said, like what we see on Love and Hip Hop and stuff like that. It's just like right. that's not the black that's not the black men I know. <laughs> right. Because, like I know because, I know some black men. But those aren't the black men that I associate myself with. So you know, it's just say, like you know. I, I, see, but me, it's different because I'm associated with a lot of those goddamn uh, motherfuckers that they portray on TV. I'm associated with them, but. I'm the black sheep head. I'm the odd motherfucker out. I'm nothing like most of those motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So that that's that's what my opinion coming. That's when I be like, everybody ain't fucking like that because I ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? And then I have people that I don't associate with on a regular basis, but I know, and I know they don't act like that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like that. That's 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 ignorance at its best. That's that's that's. that's that's the only way I can put it. That's, that's just ignorant as fuck. Did y'all catch and the so, you know, it's just, like I said, we want to break down stereotypes. We want to break down all these things, which is why I said this is a pre-launch radio initiative because these are things that have to we have to talk about before we get back to the the extremists that we usually be on. Because, you know, we've been extra this whole damn show. And, and oh, I, I got another initiative for you, Goldie. Huh? I got another initiative for you. Bring we need we need a hashtag bring back the belt. Oh, the set. <laughs> hey, say look, look, I'm all for ass whoopings. You hear me? Because I got my ass whooped all the way up until I was 15 years. And I was just fine. <laughs> you hear me? And I was a I was a full fledged gang banger at the age of 14. <laughs> And we're still getting my ass whooped at home. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> that really determines who you will be in the end of your life. Because I have a brother right now. I'm not going to say his name. You know what I'm saying? But, Goldie, you know who I'm talking about. The nigga with me 24-7. We've been mm-hmm. together since the, the seventh grade. We've been boys since the seventh grade. He stopped got, getting his ass whooped in the seventh grade. I started writing my nigga in jail in the seventh grade. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't. The first time I ever went to jail or for some bullshit, for some bullshit like that, I had stopped getting ass whooping. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I had been. I had stopped getting ass whooping already. So to me, that 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 right there, that that is beautiful, Sammy J. Like I'm all for that because that made me a hell of a motherfucking human being. I swear it did. It'd be some. It'd be some. I mean, like yesterday, I was at Brahms yesterday. Went inside and. These these kids, I'm not gonna say they race because I said people gonna say I'm making, you gonna say oh here he goes. Fuck, but, you say that shit. 
Mexican kids <laughs> swinging yeah, around yeah, yeah. the goddamn rail in front of the ice cream thing, and they all in the way almost kick, almost freaking kick me, and the parents ain't saying nothing. They just sitting there ordering ice cream. They get Miguel, 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 Miguel. That's all they doing. They ain't doing nothing. Just let Miguel swing on the goddamn um, fucking rail. Don't encourage him. And this is one of them times I wish Raleigh was there so she can go tap them kids and say, sit y'all behind down but, somewhere. But, but, but even if you ain't, but even if you ain't whooping your kids, if your kids control you, they're going to they gonna yeah. do something like this. Like, I've never put my hand on ride, but she's terrified when I, when, she, when I get mad at her. Like, she will literally... She was no, exactly. like, exactly. That's what I was about to yeah, say. This she might sound borderline <laughs> to say it in that manner, but oh, if you black or even if you like Mexican or Asian, you kind of understand what I'm about to say. You necessarily have to whoop your kids, but it's a certain type of fear. Like under under the fear of God, there should be fear of mom and dad. I'm just saying because if there's <laughs> if there's no fear if there's no fear that damn my mama be getting mad like she might just whip my ass then your kids gonna do whatever the hell they want <laughs> out the real. I'm telling you if, if Raleigh was there if she if saw that she would attack she would attack one of us and say what are they doing <laughs> if you can't give your kids a certain look and they look like oh I'm sorry oh okay. <laughs> And you know, you know what they better be Miguel, Miguel. Uh-uh, see, that shit wouldn't have worked for me because I'm a different type of nigga. I come from the village, raises the child type of era. So uh, exactly. you got me fucked up. If Miguel running around this bitch and acting a motherfucking fool and you ain't saying nothing, oh, semi automatic and go speak up on that ass. They weren't young, but here's the kicker: they weren't yelling at Miguel. They were like kind of, you know how like where a parent like finds stuff cute and funny. Miguel, Miguel, Miguel. If you don't get your little punk ass over there and sit down somewhere, get over there. Find your mama. Boy, I find her. Hey, girls, forget. I'll put Miguel on my damn lap and whoop him. Everybody you say, likes Dave? compliments, and if your kid, is, everybody likes compliments. But if your kid is acting a nut, you will never get them. Like you probably had the most adorable kid in the world. Nobody will ever tell you that if your kid is a fucking brat. And <laughs> like, like people will literally go out of their way to be like, "Oh, I just love her." Oh, your kid is like, so no, I love you, her. You, but it don't even <laughs> take. But it don't take a lot of. And of course, it may be every kid got their moments, but. But you you got to know how to reel them in. Like you that that kid that kid knows you the whole life. Like if you don't, if that kid doesn't have that fear and be like, I want Ryder to have all kinds of fun with she in my presence. But when it's time to get serious, you know, it's, it, she she know what time it is. You know what look she gonna get, and she know something getting taken from her if she you know if she ain't obeying. So when people, oh, because they got real bad. They kids. Because Miguel I know, I know almost walked behind yeah. the counter yesterday. Oh, Jennifer Kaya almost went off on somebody's kids today. We were in Rainbow. Yes, Rainbow. Who y'all finna try? And uh, we went. That's a thing, It was some little boy who ran by with one shoe on. And this lady was like, oh, hey, y'all see my kid? And I was like, well, I was about to ask who kids this was. <laughs> You know the baby was 
she went and grabbed her kid, and so they kept walking over to the clearance racks and stuff. And so we got over there, and he yelling at the top of his lungs, beating on beating on clothing and stuff. And so uh, she's like, "Oh, shut up! I'm trying to I'm trying to shop." They Mexican, so it wasn't us. You know, it's just like I'm trying to shop. Can you shut the hell up? I'm trying to shop. Oh my fucking god, you get on my nerves. I'm just trying to Ba-boom, shop. And I can't have no minutes to myself, and I can't have such and such to myself. And I'm just like, well, um, <laughs> mijo, 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 say it again, mijo. Didn't exist when you was making a kid. <laughs> it's just like. There's certain things that, like, you can think in the back of your head, but you literally just verbalize to your kid that, damn, they get on your damn nerves, and all you can think about is, you know, I just want a moment to myself, and you're getting on my damn nerves, I'm about to pop you in your face, and I'm not really doing anything, but I'm sitting here letting you be bad as fuck. And the little boy just kept running around with one shoe on, snotty nose, beating on clothes. I'm like, man, oh, no. I wish I would Hey, that's a mijo. I'm like, man, I wish I would have at that age. Man, say, look, my mom just recently got custody of my little cousin. And they are those type that were confined to the house, you know what I'm saying, don't really get to go outside and type shit. She mm-hmm. took them to Walmart. And these little, I'm going to say motherfuckers, because they are related to me, so yes, I'm going to say motherfuckers. These little motherfuckers. <laughs> was running around Walmart, pulling clothes and shit down, knocking over racks and everything, just playing. Okay. My mama <laughs> moseyed on over to the men's section, grabbed the belt right out of the men's section, and proceeded to whoop <laughs> ass all over Walmart. <laughs> that goes to say, one thing that was always taught to us, if you act up in public, you don't get your ass whooped in public. So if you embarrass me, I'm going to embarrass you. Especially, and this, and that doesn't even necessarily go, and when people say embarrass me, like, how do you embarrass me? Because, uh, you know, somebody might know your mama, and then one day when you, when all, she, all they see is your bad ass, you know, throwing shit on the floor, they're going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, look at this little bad ass, little, little Jerome. I ain't got like, no hey, home trade. You a bad ass. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I get that shit all the time so Y'all know I was hell as a kid <laughs> And so it's just like you know I just think that's the just, That's just one of the first parts of what we need to talk about is We need to all sit down And talk amongst our families Or talk to your people one at a time Or take an initiative to sit down And talk about, talk about us oh, shit. We don't have to talk about how fucked up The police brutality and stuff is Because we know everybody. Everybody is in agreement that that's messed up. So, you know, I just see that, you know, we all need to sit down and actually just talk about, like, what the fuck are we going to do next time something happens to such and such? What are we going to do next time something happens here? What are we going to do to ensure that, you know, our family is good? And once our family is good, then we're definitely going to look out for our friends. And we're definitely going to look out for, you know, our friends and their kids. And then in return, it's just going to become just a it's going to become an effect of, you know, shit. We don't need child police, you know, because, you know, like like I learned the other day, which I said in the video I put on Running Road Facebook, we don't need no damn police. We don't, we don't need the police unless we call them, unless they're doing the work. Right. Because at the end of the day, we used to have 
little, little Myrtle, little Myrtle sitting on the porch with her church fans, swaying yeah. back and forth, seeing everything that y'all do. And if yeah, something yeah, yeah, popped yeah. out, Myrtle would go call 911 when it needs to be called and somebody would come to the community and do something then. It doesn't need to be. Y'all know, y'all know we can actually go, and it's a lot where we can actually say we don't need patrol, we don't need any of that because we're going to have neighborhood watches and all of those things. We're actually, we only want y'all when we call y'all. There is, we, we can legally go and do that. But we have to be able to actually do that. Yeah, huh? They actually have those in a lot of the more affluent neighborhoods, see. Niggas think that shit, they had that shit just because there's money over there and shit. Now, motherfucker, they own home owners association and that's something they come together. Exactly. Like, they want hey, a fucking neighborhood. I don't want to have to worry yeah, about being profiled or being, you know, ending up in exactly. jail for stuff I do in the comfort of my own home. But it's mm-hmm. stuff like that to where if it's not that big of a deal, our community yeah. is going to get behind each other. And we're going to be like, oh, you hitting on people? You hitting on girls? Are you hitting on that man? I'm going to hit on you real quick and let you see how that feels. Are you out here right, right. stealing? A little poo-poo out here stealing? Let me put two to your chest, little poo-poo. I dare you to go tell your mama because I'm going to tell her we all seen them stealing. See, I had to put two in the chest because you ain't doing it. Take one, for the, take, take one for the team. Take one for the team. That's what I'm saying. The car, it starts with conversation, though. We all got to start talking. We all got to start talking. True. Communication is <laughs> So, yeah, man. It's just so, it feels so good to be back. On the next show, we will be having a Run the Rose uh, Initiative Part 2. And depending on how much we get done in that one, there may be a Part 3, but I'm sure the Part 2 should, should allow us enough time. But, you know, our, we may just make it a thing every now and then where we have a run-and-roll show. And it's just we like, you to. know, it's just like it's something that we need. And it's just like, you know, I aside from Real Star Radio, which is my rationness, because at the end of the day, like I said, when I'm out there in the world and I'm presenting what I want to do as far as making money, that's totally different than Goldie in the house. So, you know, Real Star Radio is me and my element. Run the Rose is me and my element for the, putting on the face for the community, putting on the face for, you know, for my money, putting on the face for how I want my kids to live when they're alive, how I want my grandkids to grow up in honor of when, you know, when they're alive. So, you know, Run the Rose is something that's necessary for us to start rebuilding and rebranding what black is. Yeah. And so... It's just something that's needed, man. And so I'll be putting up links and I'll be scheduling the next show. I'll be getting together with my co-host. And, you know, man, we just got to get it done, man. Is there any closing remarks that y'all want to put out there? No, I don't really have any closing remarks. I I think I did enough speaking for the day. <laughs> right, you finna get out the phone and not talk to nobody else there. <laughs> Hey, you already know. And look, my my shit been blowing up the whole time I've been online. I told my father, look, do not call me after five. I will call you. But no, you know how, you know how your people is. Baby James Chase, y'all got any closing remarks for him, man? I do. I got a closing remark. I'm gonna be pulling semi. Hey, man, y'all make. Uh, first off, I want to thank everybody for 
listen to Run the Rolls, a, a special Real School Radio initiative. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it felt yeah. good to bring it back. Yeah. Round of applause. Um, Round of applause. <laughs> also, um, you know, I gotta go ahead and do. I gotta do the semi move where I, I promote something. Man, next show, man. Make sure you next weekend, man, if you free next Saturday, kind of part two of yeah. the phone, part two phone party. Yeah, it's called Wet. This time, if you Wet went to the first part. one, we love you. Did the first one was off the chain, and now we got people. People are riding on on buses to this hole this time. Oh, so man. it's going down. Yeah, it's going down. In a down. major way. Major key. Major oh, key. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Today, Major key. Anything you want to add in? Huh? Another one. Um, um, yeah, um, yeah, we got some new stuff um, that I'll be trying to dip my fingers in, getting good with, and, uh, and I'll be ready to reveal, you know, some stuff in the near future. But also, um, I mean, look, guys, a lot of there's a lot of good music coming out um, from indies and stuff. Some that support these artists. You like R and B? You know, go pick up Zoe's album. It's really it's a solid album. Go pick up the new uh, Fonte and Eric Roberson album. They're indie. They got a real nice single out. A album drops on Friday. Two, go pick up Schoolboy Q's album if you want a mainstream album with some. With some some substance here, like of course he still got turn up music and he still he he still talking about some gang stuff, but it's a lot of double entendres and double meanings in like every song. So I like my artists oh, yeah. to take the time to do some stuff like this. So I give him props on that. For sure, but yeah, that's a lot. Got one more thing to say, I'm Goldie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not in this. Uh, let, me, let me make this clear. As far as we do photography. I'm not in this shit to be competing with nobody, but one thing I don't, I cannot go for, is make sure you're working for a good photographer. I see people out here. I'm not gonna name no names. Names start with a D. I hear shooting. I hear doing photography and charge. You charge the people for that shit. And the person I shot today was like, "Oh my god, like why did I not shoot with you sooner?" It makes it's. The thing is, you make it harder because. People be thinking that shit is acceptable, and you push and you putting people far back, and they got to work that much harder to get their stuff out the ground the right way. So make sure, you know, I want to make it put a hashtag out there. Hashtag stop working with whack photography. Go okay, away. well, with that being said, <laughs> shout out to Lager Focus Photos. Shout out to Laser Focus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Just shut up, because I ain't going to put the first name out there. And while we talking <laughs> about people that's local, we can't talk about music without bigging up that boy, man. What, does anybody know what boy I'm talking about? You talking about a king? Oh, no. Not just king. Matter of fact, king, if you're listening, man, you supposed to get back to me, man, so I can put your music on the next show, man. I just have to hit you up, man. I know you're busy and stuff. You so know what? Like that. See, why y'all doing this? For, you know what? You, now that I look, listen to the four-word music now, and if somebody, people getting their feelings about this, oh, well, 
But you listen back, Drewski Drew and that music was so much more fun, and it wasn't, uh, me and my niggas about to blow the fucking scene. It was music that made women want to dance and have a good time. Because it was before, we can't, we can't really blame them, though, because that was before, like, trap music just became, like, ah. Became the norm. Major key. Major key alert. 
That boy Leon Leon Bridges is teaching you to secure your bag. It's just the whole fact that even if you don't like his music, retweet or share that shit if it comes across your page. Just because that's somebody that most of us now know, and we know he's from Fort Worth. He ain't from Dallas. He ain't from Arlington. He's from Fort Worth. Yeah, he claims Fort Fort Worth. And he says, yeah, and he says Fort Worth. He 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 don't say Dallas. He another. He say Fort Worth person. And that's what I'm saying. He's not from any of those places. So we got to put on for us, man, if you're Fort Worth, man. Y'all see something that he, he, he puts out there, reposting and be like, hey, we got to get them sales for the boy because that's Fort Worth right there. That's Fort Worth right there. The same way I do People got to realize black people do more genres than hip-hop people. Right. In, in Fort Worth. Hey, and, and real talk, that's he's going to be the one that put Fort Worth on. He's going to be the one put Fort Worth on. Not, not everybody else who who they think going to put the city on. He's going to be the one that put Fort Worth on. We just need to back him. Fuck yeah, exactly. everybody we, else we who's from Fort Worth reason. that's actually trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like that nigga there, like, you know what I'm saying? Now, everybody else, they got something too, but. But he's going to be the one to make a name for the city. That that would be respectable. Yeah, that be, would actually bring something to the city. He's going to be the one who's going to be like, they're going to say Soldier Boy because he's a horrible example. He never actually lets his artist time. But he's going to be the one that's going to be like, dang, I got no money to get to love, but I want to discover some Fort Worth artists. Right. If y'all can't even retweet nothing that he, that he put out there, or y'all can't even show love back, I mean, he might sign you if your music good, but it's not going to be on a personal level of, oh, that's Fort Worth right there. He show love, so I show love back type situation. They don't understand you, <laughs> bro. They don't hear you, though. They don't hear you, though. It's so, you. It's so man. I know we over-talking, and we all off in 17 and stuff like that, but, you know, we just love, <laughs> we love what we do, man. We love what we do. So, Closing I mean, time. I mean, at, at the end of the day, when we get off of here, we, we cool as a motherfucker on and off radio. This wasn't no situation of we had an audition and we just happened to click. Two of them and my brothers. One of them is my brother from another mother hell. So hey, it's, just like, it's just like all of us, we family in real life. So it's, we love what we do and we just talk shit the same way we talk shit out here. So... If y'all, if y'all support us, follow Real Spirit Radio, the most ratchet show in radio, on Facebook. And then you must follow Run the Rose if you're a supporter of Black Lives Matter and all things black. You got to go follow Run the Rose. And salute to my, to my girl, Goldie, for beating the case. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hey. Say she won that appeal, he ain't talking about. No way. Y'all so pity. Y'all so pity. They, they didn't want you to have I your page. So you got yeah. your page. They tried yeah. to shut down they my page. They didn't want you to shine. And it wasn't even up 24 hours. They shut my page down. I put in the appeal. It was like, we are not a hate group. We are an enrichment group. Hell, you mean? Can I get my page back? And you long the hell it took two days, but I got my page back. So, you know, it's, it's ways around these things here. So, with that being said, man, everybody out there in the world, I hope y'all keep tuning in. I am your girl, Goldie Honey. 
That's my boy City J. My boy City Automatic. My boy DJ. Bow, bow. We want all mm-hmm. of y'all to have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, Season Saints. And we will see y'all next time. <laughs> I'll right, see y'all out. <laughs> Corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. in my bag. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.